Welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe, the podcast about the human experience. Rob Owens, welcome to the Center of the Universe. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for having me, Paul. I appreciate it. Flip yeah, Wilson, man. What's happening? What's up? Long time no speak. <laughs> I, I think you were on Kevin's uh, sports podcast. Kevin, what's it called again? That Flipping Sports Podcast. And you have and to I say think, like that. And I think we said Rob, and I don't want to offend anybody, was probably our best guest to date. You're just yeah. saying that, man. Hey, I'm flattered. I don't say that to everybody, Rob. No, Rob, you you uh, definitely are good in that arena. Um, it was a fun show, man. We, we we hit on some nice topics, and you know, yeah. I, I I just told people it was like talking. It was talking to the fellas. I mean, basically, and and that's all we're doing tonight. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. I enjoy right, it. So you you Kevin and I, 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 how did you and Kevin meet? Let's start there. Kevin and I met through hoops. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't remember the year flip, so I mean, I apologize for that. I know it's been a long time, but we met playing basketball. I'd guess 93 or 4 ish. Yeah, that sounds about right. You might guess. Yeah, we sound sounds about right. You know, we uh we played a little pickup balls. We ran into each other a lot, you know, in our in our respective circles playing basketball and and just just kind of hit it off, man. I mean, he's one of those dudes where you're like, who's this cat? Man, he ain't got no game. I mean, look at him, man. I mean, come on, man. And then you play with him, you're like, wow, this dude has some game. And then off the court, we had a chance to spend some time together. And I mean, he's, he's my man. I love Flip. We've been, we've been boys ever since. That was, an easy, that was an easy connection. That was that was almost 30 years ago, y'all are saying. It's a yeah. long, yeah. It's been about 30 years, man. Yeah. And thank and you. Rob, for confirming the whole, I'm a goofy white dude, so I, I'm going to check that guy. Well, <laughs> no, but see, we got to paint the picture. Got to paint the picture, Flip. Back in the day, you wore them thick, them thick glasses, man, right? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, almost like goggles. How could I forget it? Look, and right there. Tall and lanky. I'm like, man, come on, man, really? But Flip came out gunning, guns blazing. Man. You know what, Paul? You play with Flip, and you know how, you know how he rolls, man. Guns blazing. <laughs> The the glasses, the fact that he weighed a buck forty five with uh, soaking wet, soaking wet. Yeah, and uh, I mean, but he he has a, a walk, a gait, like he knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, <laughs> flip, had, flip had some pops. He had a gait like he had he had some bounce. He had some bounce back in the day. A little bit. No, you had you had hops. Not like you though. And this is this podcast ain't about me. It's about you and all right, man. One. You're the one, and I said it. I said it the other day in the other podcast that you, you seem you're one of those guys, one of those athletes that has like that, like you're on your tiptoes, like you don't walk on your tiptoes, but when you're playing and you're jumping, it looks like you're all you're already on your tiptoes to jump. You jump quick, and I've seen you rise up on tons of dudes that um, maybe even could jump higher than you. I don't know, but but it's the way you did it. You I doubt it. Hey flip, it. hey, flip, I it doubt it. Huh? <laughs> I doubt say? it. <laughs> no, no, I had, I had balance, man. I had fast twitch muscles, Paul. So, I mean, I used to get off the floor quickly. And I, mean, I got up. I think I had my, my vertical measured back in high school. It was like 39 inches back then. Woo! Come like on, kangaroo. And so, and, but I think I think when I was in my early 20s, it was, I was, I was in, my, in peak athletic shape. Yeah. So, I had, I mean, I had crazy, I was, Pogo sticking at that point, you know, it's yeah. crazy. What's the opposite of fast switch? Slow you tell switch. me. That, oh, boy. That, that, that's what I had. <laughs> I, I think I got up to 12 inches at my peak. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I, I have no idea. It was so low that nobody cared to measure. Gilman has a Gilman has a high basketball IQ, though. Oh, absolutely. And that makes up for the, uh, the lack of a jumping ability. I'm a very <laughs> poor man's joker. I think we played ball before, haven't we, Paul? Didn't we ball a few times back sure in the day? We did a few times, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love basketball until stuff started hurting for me. Well, that's, that's that's what happened to me, man. I didn't I didn't know when to put it down, and and uh, it took pretty severe injury to put me down. So, nice. Sometimes it's what it takes. What'd you injure? Cracked my leg up in uh, in three places, mm. below the knee, around the ankle, and I've got. Pin of my ankle now, a metal rod. So, 
that was uh I did it good, man. Playing basketball. Good. Playing basketball, playing pickup ball outside. I went to the I went to the basket late in the game. Two guys came from each side of me and hit me across the chest and knocked me back. And I tried to break my fall and it just my leg just kind of pogo sticked. Mm. And that's all mm. she wrote. So were you, were you in so much pain you were in shock? No, I actually tore up tore up ligaments and uh, and nerves. So I didn't I didn't feel it. You know, I wasn't in really I really wasn't in any pain. It's just I just knew it was bad. You could hear a crunch when it happened. And so at that point I knew it was I knew it was serious. So did the ambulance come? Uh no, no. I was so I was probably twenty minutes from home when it happened. So I called I called Darlene and she called one of her best friends' husband to come get me because he knew where I was at, knew where I was playing at. He came and picked me up and they took me to the hospital and I had three surgeries after that. And, you know, that was Wow. You weren't in pain at all during that time? You you No, no, because I, I had nerve damage. I mean, wow. the nerves were shot. I mean, now if that hadn't happened, I would have probably been in agony all night. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was crazy, man. That's a freak injury. Freak injury. Two thousand three is when that happened. Man, it's a long time yep. ago. Two thousand three anniversary. Yep. So uh, and you haven't played since. I played a few times after that, but it was it took me too long to recuperate after playing. It took me two weeks to get my knees back and. So I figured, man, it's not even worth it. I got to go to work the next day. Why? Why put myself through all this agony? That's why I play golf. That's yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say he put the basketball down and pick up the golf club. That's what I do, man. That's that's what I love to do now. Oh, yeah, man. you play that into your seventies, right? Hopefully, even older than that. My yeah, father-in-law is eighty. He'll be eighty-eight, and yeah. he was on the, he was on our golf trip last year. Still, still, yep. still hitting him, man. So hopefully, I can play it until uh. Until the man, man above takes me away. Yeah, I, I, I uh, heard a story a few weeks ago, not told to me directly. I got this indirectly. 103-year-old World War II veteran <laughs> said, yeah, I'm slowing down. I'm only playing nine holes a day now. Wow. So we have no wow. excuse. Yeah, right. We right. have no excuse. Absolutely. All right, Rob, you, you grew up in Northern Virginia. Specifically, what part of Nova did you grow up in? So I, I grew up in Alexandria. Um, that was a mailing address. Uh, Fairfax County was a county I grew up in, but I grew up in uh, Franconia area. I went to Thomas Edison okay. High School back in the day. We were in the same conference as Hayfield, West Potomac. We played T.C. Williams every year. A lot of people don't know that. So uh, funny story. Remember the Titans, the movie? So that was one of our arch, arch rivals, T.C. Williams. And the coach, Coach Boone's daughter, I actually graduated with her. In your high school, in my she went to my high school. We graduated in the same class. So did you so, meet him? No, not that I know of. I mean, I didn't. I didn't realize until after the fact that that was her. Mm. You know, when the movie came out, I, I kind of put two and two together. But yeah, I went to school with her. Real nice girl. Yeah, TC. Yeah, so, Williams. Sorry, go ahead, Rob. Finish your thought. No, no, no. I, I, I was finished with that. Yeah, TC Williams. I, I actually was in a uh, Army National Guard unit near there, and I've run on that track. This is back in the early 2000s. They didn't have lights for their football field. No, they played day games. Yeah, apparently day they games. didn't get lights until like two or three years ago. Yeah, they played a lot of they played day games because, you know, TC was, you know, they like to throw hands, mm. putting it politely. You know, after <laughs> basketball games and football games, it was always, you know, some, some kind of action going on. So I think they prohibited night games for a long time. So uh, that's the reason they didn't have lights at their stadium. Yeah, I was hoping it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, they like to they like to throw hands, man. I was hoping somebody uh, wasn't great with the budget or something, spending money, and they just couldn't. Well, get that could it have been that too. That could have been part of the problem as well. But no, I think it was more the uh, trying to keep things clean and, and preventing fights, you know, after games or whatnot. Was that true for other high schools in the area? No, TC was. No, they were kind of known for, you know, having some rough dudes back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, it wasn't really a problem throughout our, our, our conference. Right. On. All right. So when you were like 10 years old, mm -hmm. what, what were you doing when you weren't in school and, and your parents weren't telling you what to do? I always played sports, man. I mean, when I was 10, I was probably playing. I was playing football. I was playing baseball, basketball, running track. I mean, so I was always involved in something. 
And, and those were the only four you could play back in the day probably, right? Yeah, because they conflicted. I mean, it was not like it is today where guys or, or kids play AAU year-round and they commit to a certain sport. You know, I like to play everything. And, you know, so I was busy year-round. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're biased probably because we played a bunch of different sports growing up, but uh, I think it's better for the kids to play multiple sports. Oh, I do too. I do too. I mean, I couldn't. I can't tell you how many kids up this way that I know have played AAU ball throughout the years have gotten burned out by their junior, senior year, or if they if, if they can play college ball or you know whatever the sport may be, they're too burned out to even pursue it. I think yeah. it's true. It's true of almost anything, right? Yeah. I think kids need some uh, need some balance, man. You got to test the waters. You know? What was your favorite out of those four? Oh man, that's tough. Um, I mean, in hindsight, I probably should have played baseball because of longevity. I probably could have gotten a ride in baseball. Who knows, right? But uh, but every kid wants to play basketball, man. That's I mean, you. We would ride around. We would ride around. No matter what we were doing, we'd get in the car and ride, either on our bikes or when we started driving, we would drive around. If we saw a pickup basketball game, we stopped and we played. And we would do that two, three times a day. Who, like was, your, who was your guy back then? Who was you looking up to, watching all the time as one of your favorite players? My favorite basketball player of all time was Len Bias. Oh, wow. Yeah, Len Bias was uh, – he, he was it for me. And I actually had the pleasure of seeing him play one time at, at, when he was in Maryland. My uncle took me to a game, and uh, I saw him play. And I was in attendance at another game, I think it was a high school game of some sort, at Cole Field House in Maryland. And at halftime, it, it, was, it was wild because at one of the, of the gymnasium, it was like, uh, there were like windows. It was a real bright, sunny day. And you see this big figure come walking into the doors. I'm like, man, this is dude, this is God walking into the doors. It was Lynn Bias. Yeah. Larger than life, man. The dude, dude was awesome. Do you remember what game you saw in Cole Fieldhouse? I don't. I, I don't it could have been Virginia. It could have been Virginia. But I'm I'm not I don't remember. I don't you, remember. You remember Duke when they had uh Allery, Dawkins, Amaker, yep. Paul Billis, that team? Yep. I had a buddy whose dad was a big Maryland alum and he had uh season tickets. We were like near center court, like 10 rows back. And I didn't know who Lynn Bias was. He was a sophomore at the time. I mean, if I had paid close attention to ACC basketball across all eight teams, I probably would have figured out that he was a baller. But he wasn't really a shooter back then, his sophomore year. But at one point in the first half, somebody from Maryland hit the front of the rim, on the, well, front left. So it, it, it ricocheted off the uh, pretty high on the right side of the backboard. And Lynn came out of nowhere, grabbed it, and I swear his head was above the rim. Oh, it was. I'm sure it, it was. Down with two hands, and I'm like, "What just dude, happened?" The dude was a freak, man. He was, he was, he was muscular. He was muscle bound, like a bodybuilder, but had crazy hops. And he had a he had a beautiful jump shot. He he, he ended had, up having an awesome. He had a nice mid range game. I mean, he didn't shoot threes, but he had a nice mid range game. This is going to yeah. sound crazy, but you your game. Was similar to Lynn Bias. Yeah, I shot like, mid range. I wasn't. I wasn't a three point shooter. I was. I shot mid range jump shots, and I went to the bucket. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't have his build. I wish I was six seven, six eight, two forty. That would have been nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was my idol, man. I, I remember the day he passed. I, I boohooed and cried, man. I mean, it hit me. Uh, yeah. It hit me. Rob, I, I cried too. I, I I was so sad that he lost his life so young. He had so much talent. He he could have been an all-star for at least 15 years. Oh, it would have changed it would have changed the Celtics the Celtics oh uh, trip, yeah. no, no doubt. I mean they would have been on the path of winning multiple championships. They they would have won at least two or three. Oh absolutely. absolutely. And and you know what that would have done? That probably would have pushed Larry Bird into the conversation of greatest of all, of all time. I, I hate to say that, but think about that. Bird was still at the height of his because it was the 86 Celtics, right? Didn't they 86. somehow end up with that first pick? I think they did, yeah. You add Lynn Bias to that, so now Bird wouldn't have to carry as much of the load, and he could have won six, seven titles. And, he you know, Lynn have. Bias could end up winning eight. Who knows? But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy, always, man. They're talking about who's the greatest right now. I mean, that Lynn Bias not making it, God, that's, that that's screwed a lot of people over. And then <laughs> didn't, they lose, didn't they lose um, – what was it? Was it Reggie Brown? 
he passed soon after by us. Reggie Lewis. Reggie Lewis. Reggie, Reggie Lewis. Lewis. Reggie Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, he passed uh tragic, man. Well, he was a Dunbar kid too, right? He was Dunbar kid up there. Yep. there. Yeah, yep. and, and and then um Bias had a brother. I think his name Jay. was Jay. Jay. Jay, Jay was a ball player too, but Jay tragically got I think he was shot and killed in some kind of an armed robbery. Damn, like a, a few years guy. after Bias died. So I mean that family went through a lot of tragedies, but uh sad man, sad time. Yeah. Speak, speaking of uh, Tommy Ambika, Tommy Ambika went to Woodson, which is another school we played back in the day. Yeah. So you had a lot yep. of a lot of ball players coming out of out of North Virginia back you know back during that time. Hubie Davis. My <laughs> man, man, shoot shooting fool, man. Hubie. Prettiest Jay I've ever seen in person. Yeah. And I saw it up close and personal a few times. Trust me. Buckets. <laughs> that was his nickname, right? I don't know what his nickname was, but he can shoot the lights out. That's I think all. It was. I buckets or something like that a question i was thinking about that i hadn't really talked to you about even knowing you all these years i know your dad was a police officer was oh yeah he a, was he a police officer even when you were young oh yeah my father was uh so he was law enforcement in in, in the district in, in dc um i think he was between 20 and 25 years but he was uh he was narcotics how so was he that did, uh, it was rough, man. I mean, back during that time, it was it was it was bad, man. The drug problem was bad, and you had a situation where guys were it was kind of lawless, where guys didn't respect the police, you know. Um, so it, it was tough, man. My mother, I, 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 God bless her. I mean, she had a she had a husband who had to go out in the streets every night, and you know, to you know, he was making ends meet, and uh, you know, doing it doing his, his job, man. But it had to be tough on her. Not knowing, you know what what could happen to him, you know. Yeah, I didn't really think about it because, you know, at that time, at that age, I, I you don't think about things like that. Yeah, you know, I know Dad's going to work. You know, he's working. Or he's working a late shift this week. In two weeks, he'll be working the the regular shift. He's coaching my basketball team, my baseball team, whatever sport I was playing. He was always involved. So, you know, uh, I didn't really think about think about how dangerous his job was. But yeah. 20 plus years in law enforcement, narcotics. Yeah, he was in it for a long time. He actually um, got in an accident, a car accident at work, and went out on disability. So that's that's what put you know put an end to his career. So, and then he then he has he had some he had a uh, a few years in in the school system. He actually was a counselor at my school at my high school when my sister was there, and he did that for like three four years. So. That was right up his alley. My father loves to talk. He loves to socialize. He loves to counsel kids. And right up his alley. So I mean, he he enjoyed doing that. He tells good stories. I give him that. <laughs> yeah, you got to get him on the podcast, man. He's he's a riot, and I think he's I think he'd be willing to do it. I've talked to him about it. I think he's open to it. He'll be, he'll be he just he'll be he's seventy four. Oh yeah, he's young. Yeah. Yeah, seventy four. My parents are both young. My mother's my mother's seventy four as well. So and then I've got a sister uh, who's twelve years younger. Right on. So who's older, mom or dad? My mother. By just how, by how, hair. Just by hair. Three three months. Yeah, my my uh, mom is a month and a half older than my dad, and he calls her the older woman all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. My mother robbed the cradle. She robbed the cradle that time. <laughs> she snatched her right out of mom. Yeah, she mom. did. All right, so we're, we'll come back to talking about your dad in, in a bit. Sports in school, uh, let, let's just go through the four sports. What, what positions did you play in football? So I played both sides of the ball. I was was a dual threat flipping. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> no, I played, uh, I played running back, receiver, and a little tight end on offense, and I played a defensive end on, on defense. Were you primarily a running back or a receiver? Early on, I was a running back, but I was tall. I was tall for my age. So, I mean, as I was getting older and sprouting up a little bit, I, I played more receiver. Out of those four positions, uh, DN plus the three on offense, what was your favorite? Probably running back. More action. Really? I mean, more action. I mean, back then, they didn't, we didn't throw the ball like that. We weren't chucking the ball all over the yard. So, I mean, receiving, you had to block. You know, you weren't catching a lot of passes. 
So when yeah. you caught, when you had a ball thrown to you, you had to make sure you caught it and, and do something with it. But no, running back was a position to play. You got all the action. Yeah, wide receivers were the sixth, seventh, or eighth uh, lineman kind of thing. Absolutely. Now I, I remember back on opening day it was ankle biters. My first time ever playing football. Opening day, ankle biters. And first play of the game, I broke one for forty-seven yards. That's my that's my my sport highlight flip. <laughs> the first not the, first not the hoop it up dunk none of that none of that uh, 47 yard touchdown man that, that was awesome as an ankle biter as an ankle biter that's fantastic it's yeah, all it was, downhill it was, from there downhill from there man it was no up no it was it was totally downhill from there hey hey rob i i had a 70 yarder can you uh guess how i i did it fumble Never. recovery i threw the ball <laughs> You gotta explain that to me. Uh, what my receiver you threw, you threw it and somebody took it to the house. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, gotcha. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't doing 47 yards anything with my feet. That counts. <laughs> oh man. All right. So what about basketball? Basketball, I, I was uh, like I said, I was tall, so I, I pretty much played down low. Um I mean I played youth basketball, I played travel basketball, I played high school basketball. So when I got to the high school level, I was more or less playing a swing, like a swing was like a swing man, like a three man. Yeah, you, you were playing three, and if you had to post up occasionally, you could. If do I had that. to post up, I'd post up. But um, yeah, three man. We didn't have three point shots back then. The three point shot came out the year after I graduated. Yeah, me too, man. That's yeah. so so bad. I, I'm yeah, so, so angry. So I mean, there were a few points I probably could have gotten. I, I used to shoot a little bit outside, but I was pretty much playing down low. I could have gone from averaging six points a game to at least eight points with a three-point. <laughs> that is awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. You know, it's, it's funny, man. I think back, and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm mad at myself, man, because I wasn't I wasn't aggressive as a basketball player back playing in, the, in that structured, you know, high school environment. And the first the first game of the season, my senior year, I had 29 mm. and a dunk. <laughs> shocked everybody i came I, I shot i surprised myself i got the ball on a fast break and i was going to finger roll it and when i jumped i just kind of flipped it over and dunked it i mean everybody was like oh it was a, it was an away game obviously oh but i mean i just wasn't aggressive you know i, I had 29 that game i would come back another game and have six you know and it it's it just it was weird man you know the high school basketball is weird like that well, it's, you're, trying, you're trying to be a team player. You don't want to get out there and hot dog it and try to shoot it 50 times a night and drop 30 a night. You know, it just wasn't like that. And that's not my nature either. So, yeah, it's really it's very structured. Team is uh, definitely emphasized. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, you, I think most coaches in high schools back then were like, "You better be wide open." Oh yeah. To take the shot. There, there was no there was no such thing as green light. You know, not with our team. Was yeah, it, you better you better go straight up and down for the jump shot. Oh yeah. Anything fading or leading was a problem for the coach. Were you like who was the man on your? And your, let's say your senior year, were you the were you the guy? Yeah, I was a scorer. I, I was I was a lead scorer. Yeah. Um, we had we had some guys that could, we had athletes, man. I mean, we had an athletic basketball team, but we didn't uh, we didn't necessarily know how to win. You know, we, we, I think we won maybe six games, yeah. <laughs> you know, but we were in every game. You know, we weren't getting blown, getting the doors. I think Hubert blew us out. They beat us by 20, 25. But Hubert also dropped like 30 that night. So, I mean, they were beating everybody like that. But we were pretty much in every ball game. We just couldn't close it. You know, yeah. Unfortunately, that was, that was, that was uh, my senior year. I blame the coach. But anyway. Hey, God rest his soul, Coach Muniz. You know, he uh, we were we were athletic team. We were in shape. The first the first week of basketball practice or tryouts, he would he came in the gym. Said, "Look, I know you guys. Some of you guys played varsity last year. That means nothing to me. This is a brand new year. Got to show me what you got. But for the first week of practice, don't even bring basketball gear. Bring your track shoes." Mm. We worked out with the track team for the first week and the cross country team. Didn't touch a basketball. So 
I mean, we were the, we were the, the most physically fit team <laughs> in our district, but it didn't equate to winning games. <laughs> Couldn't shoot a lick, but man, could you run down the floor? I, I, I know it's funny to think of, but I, I've played a lot of basketball like you guys have, and I've run long distances, and that's the funny part. Uh, it's it's a different kind of being in shape, running back and forth, starting and stopping in basketball versus oh, continuous running. Oh yeah, but that was his mentality. He was a he was a varsity football coach, or one of the coaches on the football team. So that was his mentality. I'm gonna beat the crap out of you guys in practice. I'm gonna run you until you puke, and then we'll pick up a basketball at some point and see what you got. You're gonna be the toughest team in the league, even though you may not have the most toughest fun. team. And we can run circles around teams, but we can't. We can't beat them. We'll run circles around them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if scoring was different in basketball, maybe y'all could have gone undefeated. But who knows, man? If I could Are, do it all over again, I'd change some things. Trust me. Were you one of those kids that if you missed a shot, you wouldn't shoot for a while? Um, no, I, w- I wouldn't say that. But I just wasn't. I just wasn't aggressive. Like if I if I had if I had if, if a team was playing man, I mean I was quick, so I, I could pretty much blow by anybody who was covering me. But I wouldn't take advantage of that. You know I would pass it and try to work run the offense and, you know I was playing I was a systematic basketball player, and if I had the shot I would take it. But I wasn't going to try to create a shot and I, and I could have done that, but like I said that's just not my that's not my mentality. And a, and a lot of kids didn't, to your point earlier, have the green light to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, you had very few kids that had green lights back then, you know. So, um, but hey, it was fun, and I had a good time. A lot of memories, a lot of great friends. I still have, you know, great friends from that team, you know, to this day. So, Dre, yeah. Dre played with me. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear about baseball. All right, let's go to baseball. baseball. What'd you play in baseball? So baseball, I, I pitched, and I played third base. And I did. I, I caught a little bit. I played pretty much every position, but pitching at third base were my primary positions. Because I was in the hot seat because you had quick hands and you had a, a had quick arm. hands. I, I could cover. I could cover the field well, and I had a, I had a decent arm. Did and you then enjoy I hit, third? What's that? Did you enjoy third base? Love third base because you don't have time to think. It's all <laughs> reaction. Balls hit. The balls coming. You got to. You got to. You got to do something with it. You got to know where to go with it. Obviously, double plays or whatever, but. No time to think in the hot seat. Just got to make it happen. What, I love what it. Of, what, what kind of pitcher were you? Fastball, curveball. Could you put it where you wanted? I had a good placement. I had a good placement. I didn't. I didn't play. I didn't play late in high school because it, it was too political. Team was already established. They knew who they were going to play. I didn't have time for that, man. So I, I didn't even really pursue it. Lot, lot I played basketball. Ball. I played basketball. You know, that was pretty much it. But but I, I regret not playing baseball though late, later in high school because I'm not probably could have done I could have done more with it, obviously. But um what, hey. did, did, I'd love to know your thoughts back then. I, I imagine there was a golf team, right? There was. Um, there was. Did, did you even did you even cross did it even cross your mind at that time? <laughs> well, Steve Lee, you know Steve. Steve played yeah. on the golf team. Did he? He shot a million, but he but he made the golf team because no one played golf, <laughs> and we used to clown no him all the time. The we were clowning, yeah. man. Just play golf, man. What are you What are you doing? But hey, again, one of those things where if you could go back and do it all over again, you play golf. We'd all be on easy, the golf easy, team. <laughs> easy scholarship. Uh, back then, great. for sure. Back then, easy scholarship. D D two D three easy playing golf. Shoot yep. a million, and you can make the golf team. You know. <laughs> All right, what about what about track? Track, I ran the 400, and I dabbled in the 100, but I wasn't fast enough for the 100. It just wasn't my thing. I mean, we had guys that were running. They were, they were fast. I'll put it to you that way. Just over 10 kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I ran the 400. You know, and I, I – and Steve, Steve Lee, Steve Lee and I were – Flipping knows Steve Lee. He's, I, I grew up with Steve. He's one of my childhood buddies. He goes on a golf trip with us as well, Gilman. So, so flipping knows him. But Steve and I were like rival athletes growing up. You know, Steve was an athletic dude, and we used to battle a lot back in the day. Ever since we were elementary age, you know, we were kind of competing against one another. It was kind of cool, man. 
because I had him pushing me. He was pushing. I was pushing him. It was a nice little rivalry. Did he run the 400? Steve ran. Steve ran the two. I think it was a 220 then. Huh. I don't think it was a 200. It was a 220. I think they did 440, 220. You know, back then it wasn't. It, it was yards. It was yards and not meters, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Steve was a good athlete. So, he was his his family was they, they, he came from a running family. His brother ran, his older brothers ran. So that was that was really his thing. So you you played all these sports. There's two other things that I would imagine you that were important to you when you were in your high school years. Um, one being books, right? I mean, you you gotta <laughs> you gotta get good grades, right? I, and I know your dad and mom weren't gonna be um, well. You gotta you gotta you gotta maintain a, a C average. No, I mean, I'll admit, I wasn't the, um, I wasn't a, a straight A student by any means. I mean, I had to work. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't come to me like it came to other kids. You know, certain things. Uh, so I had to put in the work. But I mean, I, I maintained. I mean, I think I maintained a B average. I mean, I wasn't a flunky by any means. Okay, so you got the books. The other thing, uh, the girls. Like, when did that start? becoming something that that took your focus away from other things hey hey rob be careful he's setting a trap for you i, I know no, i'm is, not man. no i'm, I'm not, not falling for this i would not I, by the way i would not ask you a question that i wouldn't ask you with darlene sitting right there and i love darlene um, to death so i would never do that that's kind of hard to answer i mean when you start looking at girls i mean it's uh no i didn't ask you that I ask you, when did they become a problem? <laughs> <laughs> they, became, they become a problem when you start looking at them. <laughs> I mean, are you saying distracting from school? What's that? Is, is Kevin saying, are you saying distraction from school, from sports, or just in general? No, that yes. didn't happen. That didn't happen. I mean, my senior year, I did, I did, I dated a girl from another, from another school. I actually met her after one of my basketball games. I mean, I mean, she was, she was, I mean, she was a looker, but no, it didn't distract from, from, from me playing sports. So. I, look, it's kind of tongue in cheek because Rob is a, a notorious good looking man with a, with the smooth, he's smooth. I loved being his wingman and that's, there's nothing, there's nothing negative there. Um, but I would, I was kind of being more just funny, but yeah. Well, what, <laughs> the, the, two of you, the two of you rolling around, you're clearly the wingman flip. Absolutely. I never, I never, that's a good thing about that, Paul, is you, if you recognize it, then, then you can revel in it and you can, you can capitalize on it. If you think you're the man, but you're really the wingman, that's not, that doesn't work. No, I wasn't like that. We were, we were, we were LA, LA Green's wingman. <laughs> Come on, man. Linwood Murray. Yeah, love Murray. Oh, man. <laughs> You know, I, after we finish recording, I'll tell you if I haven't already told you. Kevin has two favorite topics, and he was trying to uh, trap you on one of them. Oh, I know he was. I know. I'm not falling for that, man. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> nice try, Flo. Yeah. <laughs> you you got to watch him. You got to watch him. All right, so, Rob, you're, you're, a, good, you're a good student. B's average is good. Uh, you're playing tons of sports. You, I imagine basketball was your favorite sport, sounds like. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, but to your point, you probably could have gone farther with baseball. Did you have aspirations to play after high school? Anything? Um, I mean, honestly, no. I mean, I, I didn't. I could have done more as far as as far as promote, promoting myself, getting game tape and whatnot to try to take to the next level. I went to Hampton after I graduated, so I mean, I could have probably done more to try to impress the coaches at Hampton. But when I got to Hampton, um, I actually met the basketball coach and I, I played a lot of pickup ball in the gym where the, some of the players would play. <clears throat> and he saw me and he talked to me after 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 I played the game. And he said, would you be interested in coming out for the team? And I said, well, yeah. I said, I'll come out for the team. You know, I, I'm game for that. He said, he said, you know, we'd like to try you out. So that following week, I'm playing pickup ball. And I completely destroyed my ankle. <laughs> I mean, ambulance came and all that to the gym. I had to go to the hospital. So at that point, I was kind of like, you know, this is not meant to be. So, uh, 
just kind yeah. of one of those things. And I, you know, I was at Hampton for two years. Then I took some time away and, and worked, and and then I eventually ended up at VCU. And um, not the same type of scenario, but I actually played ball with two guys. Uh, I played ball against two guys. Uh, they went to VCU in high school. Bob Reddish and um, and Jesse Usher was there for like a hot minute, but they played for West Potomac. And I, I grew up playing against these guys. So Bob was like, man, you should come out for the team, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'll talk to the coach, see if we can get you a tryout. But I was like, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to be a, a, just a dummy sitting on the bench wasting my time when I need to be focusing on, on academics. So yeah. I just played pickup ball. I mean, it was pickup ball from there on out. Well, pick, pickup ball in a lot of ways is more fun. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Carrie, Carrie Street was – I don't know if you ever played. Did you ever play a Carry Street flip? Oh yeah. Oh, Carry Street was awesome, man. Yeah. You talking about skill level, all kinds of skill levels. You talk about trash talk galore. Guys who couldn't play, they talked the most trash, and it was it was it was awesome, man. I played intramural ball against some of the fraternities at Carry Street. It was awesome, man. It was like cutthroat. Yeah, cutthroat but, basketball. V- VCU and that whole part of Richmond is is very into basketball. I yeah, can, can, it was yeah. awesome. I mean, those are some of the greatest times I had playing ball. So when you went to Hampton, uh, it was Hampton Institute back then, right? It was Hampton University at that point. This oh, was wow. back in 80, 87, 80, 87 through 89. So they had they had changed it at that point. They they had just changed it, maybe. They had just changed it. Yeah. It was Hampton Horn. Institute. They actually called it HIU. HIU was the acronym when I was there. But it was we went by Hampton University. I think they called it for a while. It sounds like while you were there, Hampton Institute and University or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, HIU. Great experience, man. Was Rick Mahorn there? That that was his uh, alma mater, right? Well, yeah, Rick Mahorn went to Hampton. Uh, yeah. No, he wasn't there when I was there. No, Mahorn's a lot older than we are, Flip. Mahorn's got to be sixties. I thought Kevin, you knew everything about sports. Six, yeah, Mahorn's older than us, Flip. Hey, so uh, VCU, what was about VCU that said, hey, that's where I want to get my diploma from? Well, I didn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You put in, what, four, four years of uh, – I put in – I put in about four years between the two universities. No, I, no, no paper. Um, but I had – Dave Stoutler went there, Flip. Flipping knows all these guys that I'm talking about because <laughs> they're all on the golf trip. Uh, now, that's how tight we, we we still are over the years, which is which is the beauty of all this. But yeah, Stallard went there, so I had connections there. You know, I had a, I had a had a love interest there. That was a connection there. So you know, and it was a chance for me to really get my you know get my independence from home. You know, I was really trying to you know become my own man and do things, not necessarily the way your parents want you to do them, but do them, be independent. And, and, and show them that I can do this on my own and gain some respect. And, and I, no diploma, but I did gain their respect. And it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about hard work because the road's different with no paper. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's different. It, it's not impossible, but it's 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 a it's it, it's not a straight line to to being successful. But there's a little loop to it, but you just got to put in the work. You hey, you've it done taught a, me a lot. You've done really well, Rob, for for somebody that that uh, didn't get a degree like myself. It's hard so, work, man. Look, we'll I, flip you you as well. I mean, it's hard work. You know? So funny, but, the, funny story though. What, what's the first place that you worked at? It might not have been the first place, but after Capital One, you went to um, AT and T. Hold on, what you what you say? It's the bakery, man. Oh my bad. Oh goodness. We're not, we're not on your we're not on your podcast right now. We're on mine. Woo. It's the bakery. Well, it's the bakery over there too. I don't know why I slipped on that one. Yeah. I don't so know. after the bakery, after the bakery, you went. To, I I thought it was it was AT and T, but it was called Dominion or or Bell. Or no, we, I went to. Um, it was it was C, it was the phone company. Okay. It was it was C and P Telephone Company. Then they turned to Verizon. While I was there, so yeah, I did. So, yes, so when I left Capital One, yeah, I went I went to Verizon or C and P back in the day. So Paul, he literally the the first time I had to call that company, and it was literally I, I, <laughs> I forgot about that. 
I knew he worked there, but I was just calling customer service or something. I don't know what I had to call for. And he answered the phone. And I was like, and you knew, of course, you know, his voice. I was like, Rob, <laughs> I, was like, you? I was like, flip. <laughs> I said, I can't talk to you, man. Let me get my supervisor. <laughs> oh, that's, that's crazy. Oh, it was crazy. I mean, that's a, that's a long shot. Cause you could have gotten anybody. I know that's a very. You know, long and I'm time. like, wow. <laughs> Any of hundreds of people, I imagine. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. All right, so yeah. Rob, uh, you, you've done jobs in call centers like Kevin and I have. You, you've yep. done sales. Uh, anything outside of those those two endeavors? No, I've been in sales, man. I've been with AT and T for. 20, almost 22 years now. That's a long time, man. Man, hey, I'm holding on by the skin of my teeth, too. I mean, we, you know, we structurally we have changes every year, uh, layoffs a few times a year. So I've been, I've been fortunate, man. I've been blessed. Yeah, big, but big, I work hard. I work hard, man. But I've been doing it for almost 22 years. Yeah, big companies, uh, they, they, you suggest layoffs and they want to lay people off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it makes them feel good because they're not spending as much money, and then they can pile up the cash, and then they oh they, yeah they hire makes, you, and then they're like, wow, it, we got too big. It's smart business. It's smart. Yeah. Business. Then they come back and they hire a bunch of uh, bunch of college grads and making a fourth of you know half the salary, no pension, no four hundred one k. That's a win win for you know for, for the for the big company, man. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so Rob, at some point, somebody had to tell you that hey, have you ever thought about getting into to radio or broadcasting or maybe even like doing uh, like documentaries. Uh, like you're the guy that's the voice or the narrator of a documentary. Cause you seriously have a voice for that kind of thing. Yeah. Hook me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no funny, funny. So yeah, I, I've heard that a lot. I've heard it a lot. Um, I actually did some, uh, some demos. I did. I did want to. I went to a voice. Uh, I did some voice classes. Then I did put together a demo, and uh, I was going to try to pursue that, you know, part time. But it's a lot of work, man. You got to put in. You got to put in the work. Marketing. I mean, it's a full time job. So I just never really pursued it. But I have. De- I still have demos. If you guys want a copy, I can make sure you. You know, I get them in your hands. Get them to the right people and hook me up. Hey. Uh- <laughs> You, to your point, it's a full-time job. You got to grind. You got to get. Oh, absolutely. Money. You know, I, at the time, you know, I'm raising a family. I, I didn't have time for that, but it was, it was cool to learn how it works. The business part of it and, and making the demo was, was awesome. You're in a recording studio and they give you material to read and you got to, you know, you got to do these different characterizations and it, it, it was neat, man. The process was cool. I could definitely see myself doing something like that. Maybe in retirement, that'd be a lot of fun. You Kevin should. You ask. should. So, one one of the yeah one of the cool things that that you and I have done over the over the last thirty years is uh, travel. Um, and I know you like going places. Uh, what are some of the coolest places? Uh, and I can tell you some of the coolest places we've been. But what are, what are some of the coolest places you've uh, gotten to travel to? I mean, it's got to be Italy, Spain, Italy. Uh, my wife and I took a trip there. See, back in two thousand. 11 or 12 um we hit we hit barcelona we hit uh marseille in france um a few other spots in spain but spent most of our time in italy fantastic trip fantastic i look forward to going back as a matter of fact we're trying to plan to go to greece early early late summer this year so i look i look forward to going back it's beautiful and i love i love italian food i mean it was right up my alley I mean, it was it was just awesome. Rob, I'm married to an Italian, and okay. She, well, I say Italian, Italian American. She has never been to Italy. Really? There's no desire, or it just hasn't we, happened. We planned a trip, and we said we're going to go for 12 days, mm-hmm. and we're definitely going to go to Germany because I happen to be born there as an army guy. Okay. And uh, she goes, "I want to go to England," and I'm like. But you're Italian, yeah. <laughs> and I've never been to Italy either. What? Are, what are Man, you hey, make it happen. Make it happen. I think man. we're going it's, this summer. It, it's 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 a great time. It really is. Well, she's Sicilian, so we're gonna. And Sicily's not very nice. I've heard. <laughs> they don't like the Northerners. No. They don't like the North. No, what? I can tell you that they, they don't like anybody who's in the in the family. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, great. You make it happen, man. It's a great. You have a great time. Yeah, I think we're. I think we're gonna have to. All right. So, Rob, Kevin has a question that um, I think he is infatuated with, and okay. asked it in, in almost every recording. But he's infatuated because it's a really good question, and I give okay. him credit, I give him credit for it because it it's fairly revealing of uh, most of our guests. Okay. And, it, and you don't see it coming. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. And Paul asked this question, even when I'm not on, I believe. So he must like it a little bit. I'm a little infatuated with it, too. Um, all right, Rob. You, you And you may have done this before. I don't think you have, but you may have. So you're a late-night talk show host just tonight. Just tonight. And you have to pick a male guest, a female guest, a musical group, and a comedian. It could be dead or alive. It could be, hmm. it could be a cartoon character for all we care. Um, and you could be going for ratings or, or just the Rob Owen show, um, you know, just people that are your favorites. Um, but you get one night to do it, and tonight's the night. So what you got? And I know it kind of putting you on the spot. You don't get a lot of time to think about it. Um, but I mean, we can give you time to think about it. Kevin and I can just talk. Why I mean, comedian comedian's probably the easiest. I'd probably go with, uh, with Red Fox. <laughs> I, I got to pick Red Fox Brain. I mean, the whole Sanford and Son thing is just. That's fantastic. It's, it's classic. So, Red Fox is a comedian. Um, musical group would be tough. I mean, I'm a big jazz nut, so I could name 50 million bands I'd want to interview, but probably. Um, and it's got to be entertaining. Is it my own? <laughs> Is it my own benefit? Am I trying to impress the crowd? What am I trying to do? It's here? whatever you want it to be, man. Are you trying to, would you pick a musical group that's not entertaining? Well, I pick a musical group that I like. Who would that be? I love Yellow Jackets. There you fusion, go. Fusion Jazz. So, um, so Rob, let's go off. Let's go off. Let's go. We're going to do something different with the question today. Okay. Because that kind of tweaked tweak my interest. Tell us a little bit more about you being a jazz fan because I know you're very uh, musical and, and you can play at least I know of one instrument that you play really well. Um, how'd you get into that? And and tell us about how you're still doing that. Wow. Man, you know too much about me, Flip. Um, yeah, so I play bass guitar, love bass. Picked it up when I was in my teens. And, and funny story is that I'm going to go back to Dave Stallard Stallard listened to a lot of, um, he had an older brother named Brian. Brian's like four or five years older than us. And Brian listened to a lot of what we now deem as classic rock. You know, Yes, Rush, you know, Zeppelin, you know, those types of bands. And so the first time I ever heard Rush, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool, man. I, I, I like this. And I'm like, the bass, that bass player is pretty nasty. And Getty Lee. Fell in love with Getty Lee and... And that's he's probably the reason why I play bass to this day. I mean, he's he's how I got into it. You know, fortunately, I got to see Rush play live a few times and just loved him. But yeah, I play bass, man. I play bass. I play. I love jazz. Seen a lot of live jazz. I mean, that's that's probably my passion. I mean, music and golf. You know, I could if I could sit around and play bass all day and then go play around the golf. And, and maybe play live somewhere that would be awesome or you can see live music i mean i, I would be in heaven very passionate yeah, about music everything i do man involves music i think that's why you and my sister got along so well when she was alive she would have been yeah a yeah yeah. yeah i remember that we had conversations yeah. about that yep yep all right back, hold, 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 hold on hold on i gotta, yeah. I gotta explore a little bit jazz is not like any other form of music right mm -hmm. it's not meant to be it's not supposed to follow a rhythm or a, a, a pattern that it that almost every other form of music follows, right? Just it's free form, but you've got, that, tell you've me got different variations, that. though. So you've got, you know, I call it classic or traditional jazz, where it's very free form. Guys jump in, they play, and just make it happen. You know, it sounds it sounds like gibberish to the outside, to a foreign ear, but when you put it all together, I mean, it's just it's it's it's, it's music, man. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to listen to. You've got contemporary jazz, which is more of a form, structural type of music, but basically instrumental. You know, live jazz, a live contemporary jazz group is, there's nothing like it. I mean, when you listen to an album, you can be bored to tears, but when you see these guys play live, they're phenomenal. 
different now. But I mean, that's it's something to behold. If you've never seen a live jazz band, I mean, I, I'd recommend going to check one out if you like music. Yeah. I, you'll I gain, love, a, you'll gain a different like, appreciation. Rob likes foreplay. Right, and so I mean, I've met and I've, I've met a lot of jazz artists, man. We have um, <laughs> four plays a jazz band. They're jazz group. But I've met a lot of artists, man, because we have a big festival up here every year, the Reading Burks, Reading Burks Jazz Fest. And uh, I've been going to that for almost, this will be my 20th year, actually. Mm. And all the big names come through there. It's a, it's a two-week festival, different different venues throughout Reading, Pennsylvania, and great time. And my wife and I go, and we have a, we have a ball. Two it's actually coming up. It's uh, typically late March, mid-April at the latest is when it starts. Kind of fluctuates every year. But just That's 10 days of music, man, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, we, so b bass players, I, I really don't think about bass players typically. And I, I'm a big yeah, No one does. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're meant to keep a, keep a rhythm, right? Oh, yeah. We, we, hold, we hold it down. The, ba yeah. the bass and the drummer are the foundation of every band. Yeah, That's absolutely right. But what I was going to say is the best bass player I ever saw was uh, it, in, in person, live, was Victor Wooten. Funny story. I've met Victor Wooten a few times. I was at an instructional that Victor Wooten gave, and I'm going to see Victor Wooten at the Jazz Fest this year. He's unbelievably. <laughs> he's he, he's um, it's a different level. There's levels of playing, and these Victor Wu's not the only one, by the way. I mean, you got guys. They all rip it like that. They really do. But Victor Wu's special. He he does things with a bass you're not supposed to be able to do. Hey, so you, he was in uh, Bella Flex band. Yep, Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones. Exactly, yeah. and that's who I saw. Bella Fleck is Juilliard trained. He played the French horn and the He's band. Brilliant. He's yeah, brilliant. unbelievable, right? And so at some point in uh, the proceedings or in the concert, every one of the four uh, band members play solos. And Bella went second to last. So I'm like, they're leaving the bass player till the end? That doesn't make any sense to me. Rob, when I tell you he finished his solo, Victor, mm -hmm. the place went crazy. Well, they, they saved him for last out. for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I mean, no everyone question. knows yeah, everyone knows when you see Victor Wooten, you're gonna get you're gonna see something you've never seen before. Yeah, he, he's he's ridiculous. Completely. All right, back to the talk show host. All right, all right. So who did you pick for your jazz? Yellow jackets. All right. Yellow so, jackets. Right, your comedian was Red Fox. All right, who's your uh, male and female? I mean, I gotta go with it's it's the boring answer, but I gotta go um and these are actors, right? No, it could be anything. Any male or female? Any male or female. It could be a family member. Hmm. I'd probably go with um it's a tough one. I'd go with Denzel, I think. It's kind of a boring answer, but I mean he's a very intriguing guy. Been around forever. You know, I, I think I'd go with Denzel. We we've lost Kevin. We lost uh, Flip. He didn't like that answer. Denzel's he didn't like that answer. No, it's a great one. I don't think it was the answer. I think Kevin's been having some technical difficulties all night. Denzel's a great answer because he's a very bright person, and he uh, his acting is on, he's top notch. I've seen a dude. I mean, you see him play these different roles. You're like, is that the same guy that played in this movie? You know? Yeah. Like, uh, he's incredible. He's been doing it for a long time. Female, female's tough. Um, well, while, you, while you think about female, Denzel playing a bad guy is one of the scariest things. Training day. Yeah, oh my gosh. Scared me. <laughs> Scared me in training day. Yeah. Couldn't actually. believe that was him. And then did you see uh what was the other one? Um where he was a he was a soldier. In the uh, Civil uh, War? No, it wasn't a Civil War movie. Was it Soldier Story? I don't think I've seen that. The movie. He was in that he was he was kind of a bad guy in that one too. I'll have to check but, uh, that out. Great actor. Early in his career. The Civil War story was uh, the movie was Glory. Glory, yeah, Glory was good too. Oh my, he won a, a sporting best act actor role. Yeah, I mean, yeah he's phenomenal. I love Denzel. Yeah. Class act. Right. Um, we waiting for Flip to get back. No, we don't need to wait for Flip. But I, have we given you enough time to think of a female? Female, I'm gonna I'm gonna be boring again. I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna have to say Michelle Obama. Okay. I, I don't know what she's doing now. The Obamas have been fairly quiet. No, I think she I think she just kind of 
lays back and maybe does some motivational speaking and living life, man. Yeah, she's a, she's, a, she's a very smart person. Great, great person. Class act. Right on. All right, so, uh, Rob, tell me about your family. Great family, man. Great family. Um, so, I'm, I mean, my wife, Darlene, we have two two kids. She's got two kids from a previous marriage, but I've, I've known them since I was, since they were four and seven. So, raised them. Uh, they're now 29 and 26. So uh, my daughter's still local here. And my son lives up in, in the New Hampshire area. Um, they, do they call you dad? On occasion, on okay. occasion, they call me Rob. I mean, but they refer to me as you know my dad. So it, it, it's cool, man. It's really neat to see how they how they how they grown and developed. I can't believe that they're 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 adults now. It's crazy. Time's really flown by, man. It's, it's been wild. Yeah, twenty nine and twenty six. I mean, they're adults. They're adults. And they're all doing. They're all doing their thing. So uh, proud of both of them and love them to death. And it's good stuff. Good stuff, man. Hey, by the way, Rob, I forgot that I had to let him back in, and I couldn't see because I've enlarged the screen. And I, I had to say, when Flippin was out for the last few minutes, it was probably the best part of. Uh, <laughs> so you missed all my answers, Flip. They were all cartoon characters, by the way. <laughs> I know they were Hong Kong Fui. No, I heard it. Uh, Denzel and Michelle Obama. And I'm down there in the little screen waving my hand at Gilman, like, "Hey, let me back <laughs> I in." I couldn't see it. Oh, I, I don't have the authority to let you back in. Now, yeah, so. he he, did, he didn't let me back in on purpose. I promise. I, I had the authority. I'm like, it's kind of nice to talk to Rob. <laughs> Jeez, you man. guys are riot, man. Uh, uh, how'd you meet Darlene? Blind date online, right on. Yeah, man. We uh, it was just I mean, it wasn't random, obviously, but it was online. And I saw it, and I was like, wow, okay, okay. We had, we had, you know, we, we met at a um, it was like a restaurant slash bar down in, in Boston. Cause she's from Boston and I lived there at the time. So we met there, you know, had danced and had drinks and the rest is history. Right on. And yeah, you're, living, you're living in Philly now, right? Yeah. Just outside of Philly. We're up, uh, Northwest, about, about 30 minutes Northwest of the city. Do you, do you like Philly? I do. I mean, I don't like the sports teams here for the most part. It's kind of tough being a cowboy fan in Philly nation, but, and the, and the fans here, they're not, they're not, everything you hear about the Philly fans is true. <laughs> Football fans specifically. The basketball fans are not like that. To this, they're not like, they're not, they're not as hostile as the, as the football fans. Hockey, I can't speak to. I've only been to one or two hockey games. But uh, the football fans, they're, they're the real deal. They're nasty. I refer to them as roughnecks. And if you look at them funny, they're ready to oh, yeah, and it doesn't matter if you're male, female, kid, young, old. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You, you'll, somebody will put hands on you, or they're gonna say something very nasty to you, or maybe even throw something at you. I've, so, I've, I've known a few people that grew up there, and they're my our age or older, and yeah. I'm like, what, what's up with the? Uh, I mean, were y'all trying to be funny when y'all came up with the whole city of brotherly brotherly love thing? Come it's on, a joke. It's a yeah, joke. Really. It's a joke. It's a joke. There's no love, man. Love, but no, we, we love it here. I mean, it, it's the halfway point. We're kind of the, the midpoint between my parents and and um, and her family. My parents are they're outside of Richmond. When we moved from Boston to Pennsylvania, they moved from North Virginia further south, south of Richmond. So I was like, oh, we're trying to get closer. You guys are going further away, but this is how it worked out. Where where do your parents live exactly? They live in Chester, you okay. know, uh, Rivers Bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They live in Rivers Bend. That's crazy. Yeah, he my moved, father, they moved there because it was a golf community. Yeah. My father's a big golfer. Yeah. But unfortunately, the golf course went to Funkton. So now it's just a community. <laughs> All right, so last two topics. Uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Well, if you recall, the last time I made picks on, on a podcast, I failed miserably. You remember that, don't you? I picked uh, – I was a flunky. People probably were like, who was this clown on this podcast <laughs> making all these stupid picks? They say that every week, Rob. Okay. I don't feel bad then. Yeah. Um, here's the way I look at it. Do you want a clear-cut winner or do you want, want a reason behind it? I want a reason. All right. So I think one of two things is going to happen. 
I think the Phillies are either the Phillies. It's, I, I'm so discombobulated about Philadelphia sports and calling them the Phillies. <laughs> I usually call them the Pigeons, by the way, the Philadelphia Pigeons. The Pigeons are either going to blow them out or lose a close game. Yeah, I, they're, they're not going to win a close game. It's going to be a blowout or they lose a close game. I think the Eagle. I wonder if the Eagles have have been fully tested. Right, the Niner game was kind of over, like what midway through the first quarter. They didn't um, get tested in the conference championship. No, they haven't been tested. They haven't been tested the playoffs by any stretch of the imagination. They 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 played. They had some tough games this year, you know. But have they seen the likes of Mahomes? I mean, no. They haven't played a quarterback like Mahomes all year. Um, but but on the flip side. The Chiefs haven't really played a team that that stacked on both sides of the ball either. Right. So, I mean, like I said, man, it can be a, it can be ugly. I'm thinking the Eagles' favor, or if it's going to be a close game. And I think if it's close, I think Mahomes is going to find a way to win it. If if Sanders runs for eight yards a carry on the first drive, <laughs> then the game's over. It's a, it's a blowout. It's yeah. a blowout. Yeah. All right. Well, Rob, we got to figure out how to get your dad on. I didn't realize he lived just south of town. Yeah, man, they've yeah. been there. They've been there for a long time. All right, so so watch this. Because I've enjoyed talking to you so much on, on Kevin's sports podcast and tonight. Mm-hmm. Next time you're down seeing your parents, we can get yeah. them to my place, record okay. in my uh, what I call my studio, which is kind of funny. Oh, you want Pops live? I want him. Oh, you're in, asking in, for it. I, I, I want him with my with my Tell mics, man. <laughs> you want him live up up close and personal, huh? I mean, if, if we can pull it off. Otherwise, I'm trying to get him to uh, connect online. And he, he may be yeah, I think, that stuff. I mean, he, he said he'd be willing to do it. This is what he told me. And 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 I mean, Flip, you can you can you can relate to this because you've heard him talk. You've seen him in action. <laughs> he said, Well, I'll tell you what, I'll do it. But if I get on there, I'm not gonna be filtered. <laughs> <laughs> and Flip, can you see him saying that? Yes, I can. Yeah. And, and he so that's what he told. Through. I said, "Well, no one's asking you to be filtered." I said, "They want you on there for your opinions. You love giving your opinion. I think it's a perfect match. It's a match yeah. made in heaven." I mean, I can't imagine he's going to say anything that's going to be like off-putting to half of humanity. <laughs> I mean, I would hope not. You never know. Not. But I mean, hey, you know, hey, he's going to be honest. And, and be honest. I don't think he said one thing that might have been off-putting. And, and Gilman's got a good uh, – he's good ability to edit things. So I was yeah. going to say, I do have the ability to edit. Yeah, worst case is just – yeah. But, no, I think he'd be willing, especially if – um, I mean, I, I can – I mean, if you want to go do a face-to-face, I can try to be there with him. That'd make him feel more comfortable, I guess. Well, yeah. and plus, plus you, you would have some great questions for him, too. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I would know how to, how to get him going. No doubt. Yes, that's what we want. Push some buttons. It, yeah, it sounds do like you don't always have to push the buttons. He's ready to go. Sounds the like podcast it. heard around the world. You might you might blow up, man, like you never <laughs> even realized after this one. <laughs> awesome. All right, Kevin, you got any other things you want to hit with uh, Rob? No, I, I'm just uh, – I'm happy that, that you came on to do this. Um, no, I appreciate uh, it, man. Rob's, Rob's been one of my best friends for 30 years. Um, it's crazy. One of the coolest dudes you could trust with, with anything. Um, so I'm so glad you came on here, and uh, looking forward to uh, many more years of friendship and more podcasts because yeah, we're man. definitely going to have man. you on that flipping podcast again. Thirty years, thirty years strong, and, and more. And Gilman, likewise, man. We don't talk, but I've known you for a long time as well, man. I, I know we started the bakery in the '90s, right? And listen, I ha- and I owe you an apology, by the way. Me or Kevin? You. Okay. I don't know if you remember the um, the golf club throwing incident. I don't. You don't? Oh, I do. Uh-uh. So remember you used to do the uh, the Wiffle the Wiffle tournament? Oh, yeah. At your house? I threw a five iron and almost almost killed you. <laughs> I do remember that now. And I, to this day, I'm very embarrassed about that, man. So I apologize. I, I'm pretty sure you apologize. I want to say I'm sorry. You apologize that day. Po- apologize. Yeah, but, 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 but I still feel oh. bad about it because it was very oh, close to hitting you in the head. Hold on a second. Hold on. A hey, second. Hold, no, hold on, Kevin. There are a lot of people that wish that club hit me in the head. <laughs> that's true too. But so, first of all, that was that's out of his character. Like Rob is the yeah, last is. person that would throw a club, which shocked us all. But but the more shocking thing that maybe maybe the reason why Gilman doesn't remember it is because that's the same day that L.A. kept jumping on his back and saying, "Show me some of that special forces stuff." <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I don't remember that. Plus, well, if you remember, don't you, Paul? I remember that. Plus, we had a keg of beer. I mean, all yeah, kinds we, of we were a little sidetracked. Yeah. We weren't we weren't thinking clearly that day. But Jesus, yeah, man, I apologize, Paul. Nah, it's all good, man. But you were you were there at the original Wiffle Golf tournament. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Good time. It was a good time until I threw the club. I nah, think he picked me out. I think he put me out. No, I didn't. <laughs> like, no, dude, he didn't. He didn't like, flip, who was this clown? This guy's got to go. <laughs> well, we, we, we were all love except for the five heart throw. But you weren't trying to hit me. You weren't mad oh, at no, me. No, I was just throwing yeah. it out of frustration. And you yeah. happened to be there. And I was like, oh, my God, almost killed a man. Well, hey, Rob, that, that's how uh, important and, and highly competitive that Wiffle Golf Tournament was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Well, Rob, appreciate you joining us tonight, man. It's always Hey, thanks uh, for having me, man. It's always a pleasure, man. I always enjoy talking to you guys. We're going to get you back on the sports podcast a bunch. Sounds good. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also really appreciate if you'd rate and review us. You can find us at scodopodcast.com.